Hello, and welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms podcast. My name is Colleen, and I am joined today by my amazing co-host, Tina. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about our recent trips to Walt Disney World and what it was like to visit the theme parks during the COVID pandemic. I know a lot of people have questions and concerns about how it is different, and we are going to discuss all of the details. But first, I have some info about the sponsor of our show, Mystical Dream Travel. Mystical Dream Travel is a full-service, fee-free travel agency specializing in all things Disney, Universal, cruises, all-inclusive resorts, and more. Ready to plan your next vacation? Be sure to reach out to the fantastic agents over at Mystical Dream Travel. Head over to their website, www.mysticaldreamtravel.com, or look them up on social media. Welcome to the Magical Traveling Moms podcast, where your hosts, Tina and Colleen, talk about all things travel. From theme parks to cruises to all-inclusive resorts and more, they cover news, tricks, and insider tips to inspire your travel dreams. They love to travel and want you to love it too. Find out their best-kept secrets and learn how to make your next vacation extra magical right here on the Magical Traveling Moms podcast. Hey, Tina, how are you doing today? Good, Colleen. How are you? Welcome back from your trip. Thanks. Just getting back in the last couple of days. Uh, yeah, not, yeah, just a few days ago. I'm not going to lie. I kind of wish I was still there. <laughs> I feel you on that one. I think I way too fast, like always, right? <laughs> it always does. It always so, does. Yeah. And you and your daughter, Sarah, were just there too. Not well, what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago? Yeah, about like a, a month ago, actually. <laughs> a month ago. Wow. Has it already been a month? Yes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So we actually have the pleasure of having Tina's daughter, Sarah, joining us so that we can get a unique young person perspective <laughs> on how it was at Walt Disney World. <laughs> yes. So I think it's a great time for us to discuss what it's like to visit the place where dreams come true amid a pandemic since the two of us were just recently there. I was there last week. You were there a month ago. So we have firsthand knowledge now of what it was like. Yes, yes, exactly. It'll be interesting to see the differences between when we were there and when you were just there. So almost yeah. like a month apart. Because I know a lot has changed in just like those few weeks from like yeah. Now. I bet it has. Yeah. I think it's just a, a rapidly evolving situation, right? Like a, what do they keep saying? It's fluid. Fluid. Yeah. Fluid. <laughs> it's a fluid situation. I don't care if I ever hear that word again. <laughs> I know, right? There's yeah. unprecedented and fluid. Those are just yeah. going to be stricken from the English language. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Along with moist. That's the other word. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just jump right in. I thought we could start by talking just about generally to tell our listeners what what is open and what exactly can you do at Walt Disney World and what can't you do at Walt Disney World right now. So all four of the theme parks are open. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, and that's the big thing. I mean, all four theme parks are open. You can go to Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Epcot, or Animal Kingdom, but the water parks are closed and I think they're going to stay closed until next year. Yeah. They're saying till March, pending approval from the state. 
So they, yeah. but they're planning March of 2020. That makes sense because usually one of them closes for the winter anyway, and they do refurbishment and stuff like that. So I kind of get that. And you can go to Disney Springs, obviously that's open. And most everything is open. We went to Disney Springs one evening, so I didn't get to walk around the whole thing, but it looked like everything was open. I didn't see anything. Yeah, closed. we we also only went one night, and we didn't really stay there that much because that was the same day we had to get up like super early to go to Hollywood Studios and everything. <laughs> right. But we mostly everything was open because we went the month before when we went down for Universal. We went there oh, and yeah. we were there like all night, and it was really nice. Yeah, I we had a really fun time at Disney Springs. It was it was great to see everybody out and you know, enjoying all of the food and Disney atmosphere. Yeah. I, yeah. And I will say, I find that Disney Springs is a little bit more crowded than what I anticipated it to be when yeah. I was there. Actually, yeah. so it's a nice to see, as you said. We went on a Sunday and I know usually on the weekends and in the evening, it's busy. And I was thinking probably because the parks are closing so early, that's probably also playing into it. And I mean, and a lot of locals go there. I mean, it's basically a big outdoor mall. So, I mean, I know if I was a local in Orlando, I would basically go to Disney Springs like every weekend. So. Oh yeah. 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 Same. That's where I do like my back to school shopping. Yeah, exactly. We just okay, so. out there. Every, it would just be like a day, like, a, oh, what do we do today? Oh, we're going to Disney mm-hmm. Springs. I know. That's why I keep asking my husband, when can we move to Orlando? I don't understand why we're not there. Right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so resorts wise, there's still a bunch that are closed, but they're opening a lot. I mean, I feel like more and more are opening. So at this point, there's at least what, two moderates that are open? Yes, Caribbean and, well, Coronado right now open doesn't right open now. until October the 15th Ooh, yeah, I was because of the NBA. Like right around the corner, yeah, that it's going to be open. And then Values, uh, it's just Pop that's open. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. It is just yeah. Pop. and But Deluxe, it has, which I'm kind of surprised, a little less open open out of all of them so and I know a lot of them right now are closed indefinitely through 2021 yeah I was surprised at that actually that they were going to keep certain resorts closed that long like that seems like such a long time but I I agree I wonder I wonder if they're going through some major refurbishments with them and maybe it's they just thought it was a good time it's hard to say you know what what why they're closed that long but I am excited to um, see when they're going to open back up. So yeah, they, maybe they're using it as that, like you said, an opportunity to do some refurbishments. And I mean, you might as well at this point and, you know, but where did you guys stay? You stayed Um, at, we stayed at the contemporary. Yeah. You like, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we went for yeah. Sarah's birthday. So that was her birthday yeah. present. That was like, the, the contemporary has always been like my dream resort. Oh, and yeah. then we got there and I was like, it's ah. like, it was really nice being close to Magic Kingdom and having like an easy access to a lot of the parks. But the resort itself was not my absolute favorite. The rooms felt more like, Marriott hotel rooms rather than Disney magic rooms. Yeah, they're modern. They're very modern and yeah, like yeah. sleek and not so much of the Disney theming like you get. Yeah. Right. Other. That is yeah. That is yeah. True. It's interesting to me. There's like that mix of resorts that have like the 
Disney theming, like that's obvious and over the top. And then the other ones that are a little bit more modern or, you know, elegant, I guess. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. I'm still jealous of you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it was nice. I, I will say. Yeah. I loved, I, I love the monorail. So I think, oh gosh, kind of, like, yeah. do it all the time was like, yeah. I, right. I, I could imagine. I mean, that's definitely one of my bucket lists. Who am I lying? Like to, I, I want to stay at all the resorts at least once. So oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. so, so where did you stay? I stayed at Caribbean beach resort. Okay. And what I was wondering was how crowded did you feel your resort was like, did you feel like it was full? Not at all. I think that I, at times in the lobby, it was completely empty. You didn't yeah. see anybody. Yeah. Now there was a lot of activity around the pool, but I mean, it was still very minimal yeah. than what you would normally that time yeah. of year. Yeah. So. I wonder if it's the difference between a deluxe and a, and a moderate. Well, and Caribbean beach is the only moderate that's open now. Yeah. So I found Caribbean beach to be very busy. So okay. I mean, it wasn't so busy that I felt like it was crowded or I couldn't social distance or something. And they have a giant pool. So we did go to the pool and it never felt like, oh, there's too many people here. Okay. But I was a little surprised at how many people were there. But then I thought about it and I was like, oh, but this is the only moderate that's open right now. So you know, I guess it makes sense that they're going to have a lot of people, you know, they've closed those other resorts and they're just pooling everybody into, into a one. Yeah. yeah. So. And Caribbean beach is a pretty large resort. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. It's very sprawling and there's a lot of rooms. And so even though I felt like there were a lot of people there, you could go out and walk around and not really see very many people at the same time because it's such a big resort. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I agree. I had fun. Yeah. I had fun. We had the we didn't have the monorail, but we had the skyliner. Yeah, the skyliner, and that was fun. And my kids had never ridden it before, so they were really excited. And one night we actually just rode it like from one end to the other just for fun. Which oh, is, that's fun. We do that on the monorail sometimes too. It's like a ride in itself. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we actually rode it. We did it too. We oh, went yeah. we okay. went to Caribbean Beach. Yeah, we. I was like, oh, we gotta, we gotta do it. Like we yeah. can just get on a bus, but that's no fun. We no. gotta do it. You gotta do the gondola. Yeah, no, yeah. You, it's, it's fun. It is really fun. And uh, we always like guessing like which one we're going to get, like which character mm -hmm. car we're going to get. Like, I, thankfully we didn't ever get stuck with one with no characters on it because those, oh, like, that's good. They should have any plain one. Know, they, should, they should all I, have characters on them. Yes, I know. I love yeah. them. They should have I know the one next to us was the Haunted Mansion one, but oh, I don't know which one. I wanted that one. That one looked really cool. We had a Star Wars one. That was one. Ooh. And I have to say we had had a Finding Nemo one was the other one we got too. Yeah. Ooh, nice. yeah. They're, they're very fun. I love them. Yeah. So at the resorts, there's a few changes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you had to wear a mask the whole, you know, when you were walking around like in between, you know, areas and whatnot, and there's no housekeeping, but that didn't bother us. I mean, we're pretty easygoing travelers and it wasn't like you couldn't get stuff you could just call them if you needed anything but um, yeah. I think those are the biggest changes and there's stuff that's closed so I know you guys were saying it sounded like maybe you had a few more activities than Caribbean Beach did because we didn't do any pool there was no pool activities no movie under the stars no playground like the pool was open and that that was it yeah, there were no, I did not, we didn't really spend any time at the pool this trip, but I didn't, I did not notice 
the pool activities, like the games and the music yeah. that they play. But there was movie under the stars. Actually, Sarah one, noticed it. One night we were walking back. I think we were walking back from Epcot. We were walking back from Epcot, and they were playing Lady and the Tramp, and oh. they had all the chairs very spread out mm. and it was very well done like where it was all socially distanced and everything but that was the only night we saw it we didn't see it any other night so oh interesting so yeah, yeah. and i was there like monday tuesday so i'm i'm wondering if maybe it's something they're doing on the weekends it could be yeah because we, we were there because we saw it on yeah. saturday so it could be like a yeah. every saturday thing yeah, I wonder if that might have something to do with it. Now, how about food options at your resort? Did they have, I mean, Chef Mickey's was open, right? Because you ate there. Yes, yeah. we did. They did not have the characters there, uh, but they are to be coming any day now from yep. in talking to the cast member. Yeah. We did eat at the Contempo Cafe and they, they're known for their cupcakes a lot of people are you know we we did try one you uh, i tried one we, okay. i wanted to get the monorail cookies and one but we forgot about it and then the wave was open too so that's another uh, uh table service and i did notice the uh, california grill was open we did not eat oh, there okay so they, yeah it sounds like most of it was open absolutely yeah. okay. was like basically everything there was open yeah, like, i don't stores. think yeah. really anything was closed mm -hmm. huh. so caribbean beach was not that way <laughs> oh okay so, yeah so sebastian's bistro is their table service and it was closed oh. and then they also have the spyglass grill which is like a quick service mm -hmm. and that was closed so yeah, the only yeah. thing that was open basically was the center town market which is their like food court and i really felt like and it's been a while since i've stayed at caribbean beach but i've stayed mm -hmm. at other moderates and i feel like there's always a lot of options for food and i don't think they had the same amount of options like it was a very limited menu I would agree. I, I do think that Contempo Cafe was the same. There was not as many food options as what yeah. I thought there would be. That's, I do agree with that. I think they have limited the menus, even at the, and I'm sure we'll talk about this in a little bit, even at the table services, oh. they mm -hmm. had limited menus. Oh, interesting. Yeah, we didn't eat at a table service. So that's actually one of my, my regrets. I have to go back and do it. Oh, uh, that you didn't. Oh, you know, I, I was, I, I didn't plan a table service on purpose because we were only going to be there for two days. And I mm -hmm. thought, oh, I don't want to waste time at a table service, you know, because mm -hmm. you're really there for a while. But in, in hindsight, I wish I had because the food options were so limited in the parks in particular mm -hmm. and Hollywood Hollywood studios in particular, the, the food, the choices were very limited. I wish I had had a, a reservation. And by the time I thought that it was too late and I couldn't get any, I couldn't oh, even get a wait list. I mean, it oh, was, wow. so, so we, you know, and it was fine. We ate at pizza Rizzo, which I've never eaten at before. And it was actually pretty good. And we got the, the, the wrap, the Rontu Roasters wrap, Star Wars Land. Yeah, I love oh, yeah. Them. those are good. Yeah, we got one of those. But but yeah, that was I was that I mean, you know me, I love the food. So I'm yes. like all about the food. And I think that was the only thing that I kind of was missing really was more food options. <laughs> yeah, I will agree. I think the foods 
options were are definitely very limited. Mm -hmm. I know slowly they're opening things back up yeah. uh, here and there, but I would agree with you that the food options definitely were pared down big time. Mm -hmm. yeah. We did a lot of, we did table service pretty much every night. And I will say, having done those in the past, the same restaurants um, that we've done in the past, it the menus were limited for sure. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Especially T Rex. I think that one was the oh. most shrunken down. They usually have a pretty big menu, though. I mean, they do, and it and was one page. It was like what well, oh, you wow. could flip it. Like it was just huh. one full page, no flipping. Huh. Rainforest yeah. was like that too. I think. Well, I think they basically have the like same menu, so I think it was kind yeah. of the same situation. Mm -hmm. They're named different, right? <laughs> like it's yes. Rainforest. Yeah. It's like tropical stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was that was my only thing. Now, how did you guys do with? Did you do any mobile ordering? Did you eat at any quick service places? Uh, yup, we did, and I will say that's the first time I've done the mobile ordering at Disney, yeah. and I absolutely loved it. Oh my god, me too. Yeah. I, <laughs> I liked it, but I learned some things about yeah. it. Oh, and, yeah. yeah, like I definitely, like the first day, kind of stumbled a little bit with it. Like I didn't, mm -hmm. I, well, of course, normally they wouldn't make you wait outside for your food to be ready. Like normally you would be able to go in and wait. But now, right now, they're making you wait outside, at least the places I ate at. They wouldn't even let you in until your app said your food was ready. And you had yeah. Numbers, yeah. Right. So I didn't know that was going to be, you know, I didn't even think of that. But so I started like saying I was ready for my food like well before we were going to be there. Like, you know, we'd be leaving the ride and I'm like, oh, we're going to walk over to Pecos Bills and it's going to take us 10 minutes to go over there. I'm going to say I'm ready now. Yeah. So when I got there, it wasn't as long of a wait. No, I agree. I agree we because we, we learned that lesson too. We ordered Backlot over at Hollywood mm -hmm. and I should have ordered it while we were over in Galaxy's Edge and I didn't until we got out and then we had to wait. We didn't have to wait like super long. I think we I were think, pretty lucky yeah. with that. Yeah. Okay. But it, there is, you are right. There is a waiting time. Yeah. You know, so it is. What I really like about it the most is you can actually order it like at, if you want to eat at noon, you can order at 11 and pick your time. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah. That is nice. Well, and I got finally the second day I smartened up and yeah. I actually <laughs> looked at all the menus before we even left our resort. Basically, I was like, where do we want to eat for lunch? And let's pick something. And I had built our order already so that it was just in there and paid for and everything. And I just didn't. And then I didn't have to think about it at the park. So I did like that. Yeah. And and it wasn't a terrible wait, really, but it and it probably depends on what time of day. If you're going at a peak time, I'm sure that the wait is going to be. Yeah, and if you're waiting until that time to order, then it is yeah. definitely going to be a lot longer. But I, I'm like totally in love with the mobile ordering. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to use it again because mm -hmm. uh, nobody likes to wait in a long line, and I've certainly waited mm -hmm. in my fair share of lines yes. at those quick service restaurants. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I actually think it was more efficient to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, they were very efficient. Yeah. And it was, and I also felt like it was a great way to keep the line down because they were only letting you in when your food was ready. So there really wasn't anybody yeah. in line with you, you know, so you didn't have to worry about being in a long line or mm -hmm. being near other people or anything. So yeah, I did see some people who were confused by it, who didn't know 
what it was or didn't have the app or had no idea. Like, so I did see a few people go up to the cast members outside of those restaurants and were like, what am like, how do I get into this yeah. restaurant? Like, and they, but they were super helpful. I mean, uh, just had like five cast members outside the doors, like waiting for people to help them and like show them how to use the app or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think they had some way of letting people order if they didn't have the app, because I did see one woman go up to a cast member and she like, did not understand at all like what he was saying about the app or whatever and he did something with her that was like different yeah i think i did see some of them had like ipads with them so i think that's they probably were able to do it right yeah so i think someone who didn't have the app or didn't have a phone or didn't you know obviously they have to have some way for you to order so i thought they did a really good job with it i thought the cast members in general did a fantastic job yeah absolutely I think that they were amazing I actually think they were a lot more interactive than what they have Uh been when it's at full capacity yeah you know because I I realize there are so many people there and it's hard to you know and you I just maybe felt it was like a little bit more personable because the crowd level was so low yeah yeah it was fun and this was like a weird moment that I'll always remember for some reason but me and my cousin Allie, we went on Space Mountain for like the second time on the same side. And the guy who was like, push up on your lap bars was like, hey, how are you guys doing? You having a good day? And we were like, yes. <laughs> That's so, Now, where did you go on the slow side or the fast side? Uh, well, we actually, it worked out in a weird way. So the first, we went on it four times in total. My gosh. The first time we were on the fast side twice and then we were in the back. And then we were in the front. Okay, wait. Whoa. So the first time we went on it, we were in the back on the fast side. And then the second time we went on it, we were in the front on the fast side. Ooh. And then the third time we went on it, we were in the back on the slow side. And then the fourth time we were in the front on the slow side. You just got to try it every, every yeah. way. <laughs> That's one of my son's favorite rides. So we, we rode that. So I wanted him to try to ride it a second time, but we were in the, like, how many rides can we go on in one day? So we were just going around and doing all of the rides. We did. How many did you get we ended up doing 15 rides and attractions. So that includes like Carousel of Progress and yeah. I think those are the only two shows we really did actually Carousel of Progress and the Tiki Room. I was really bummed because Splash Mountain was down for like the last half of the day. So it was running in the beginning, but we started out in Tomorrowland. So by the time we made it over to Frontierland, it was down and then it never came back up again. So we didn't get to ride Splash Mountain. I know this is why I need a redo. I know. (laughs) We we were able to ride it luckily, but like it was... I think in like the nick of time too, because we got to Splash Mountain when the rain clouds started forming. Oh. We were like, wait, we, we were like running over to Splash Mountain. Let us go. Mountain. Like, we gotta get on Splash Mountain. <laughs> yeah, that was honestly though, I think that's like the only ride we didn't do was Splash Mountain and Winnie the Pooh. We didn't do Winnie the Pooh, but we literally did like every other ride. And, and yeah. wasn't that amazing to be able oh, to it do was. that? It really reminded me of After Hours. You guys yeah. have done an After Hours, yeah. right? Yeah. So it really reminded me of After Hours, except it was longer. Instead of only being three hours, you had the whole day of it being mm-hmm. like after hours. You had to pay yeah. for ice cream, but you know. <laughs> I think for me, it reminded me a little more of the morning one because oh, I felt the morning one was like 
a little more crowded. Yeah, I bet it is. Yeah, I haven't done yeah. that one. I would love to do the the morning. I, I love the morning one. Yeah. I, yeah. I highly recommend it for uh, parents who have smaller children mm -hmm. that you want to do all like the fantasy land stuff. Yeah. Because you could yeah. just like get in and yeah. get done. Yeah, because Seven Dwarfs Mine Train was still the longest line. But, it, it, but I think when we yeah. got in line for it, it said 40 minutes. It was like 40 or 50 minutes, but it wasn't. It was not 40 minutes at all. Yeah. I yeah, but I found out with that with a lot of the lines is that they said they were a certain time and they yeah, actually and they, were less. Most yeah. of them were just walk on. I mean, really, yeah. the majority of rides we went on was literally just walk on. Mm -hmm. We did Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad and it said 80 minutes. And it, I really swear it was 35. Like, I don't think we went in line for that when it was at 50 minutes and we only ended up waiting like 20. Huh. And I think that was because it went down for cleaning. And I will say that, that like, if you ever see the wait times go up while you're there, it's yeah. probably because they're going down for cleaning. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that too. Cause when we were in line for seven dwarfs mine train, I think mm -hmm. they're almost to the boarding area and they actually made an announcement that they were yeah. and there was going to be a little delay, but it wasn't bad. And we caught on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. I actually was close enough when they did the cleaning that I was able to see them do the cleaning. And I took a little video of it actually of them cleaning it. And I, I thought it was really interesting how they would clean it and then send them out with nobody in it so that it had time to like, go into effect and dry off because yeah. when I saw them spraying it I was like hmm are like what are they doing like are they gonna like make us sit on these wet seats or whatever yeah. <laughs> but then and then they sent it out with no people on it and I was like oh of course like that's brilliant of course and and it really didn't take them long and they did it in batches which was perfect you know they just did them all at once let them go out dry off come back and then they could load it again mm -hmm. so I thought they really did an awesome job cleaning and with the social distancing markers and the the thing that i thought was different about being at walt disney world versus other places like just in your town is i mean i've been out at the mall and stores and whatever and they have social distancing markers nobody follows them <laughs> like nobody actually stands on them but nobody tells them to either and i found there were cast members a lot of times like you know, just watching everybody, the lines and what people were doing. And they would, they would ask you to, you know, stay on your markers or, or even move up. That was another thing is sometimes people don't move up when they're supposed to. And they would even tell people, oh no, you get to move, you move to the next one. And if they saw your mask under your nose or something, they were telling people to make sure they put their masks over their nose. So they were definitely paying attention and yes, they were. telling people to do the things they were supposed to do and i thought that was really great i agree with you i think that they really did um an amazing job you know all over not just in the theme parks but at the resorts as well yeah. mm -hmm. uh, constantly cleaning constantly making sure that everybody was socially distancing and yeah. the, they had hand sanitizer everywhere everywhere literally <laughs> yeah. And the elevators at the contemporary even had like Clorox wipes that you oh, could wipe cool. down the oh, buttons and stuff to push, which I thought was really nice. Yeah, that is really nice. Yes. And 
so that and we you know we had to get temperature checks i thought they moved that really well oh my gosh it was so fast yes and i love some of the security locations have changed oh yes backpack is so much quicker now than oh absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah. it is i think that was an, a great change that they made there yeah standing in line for <laughs> oh, so much better yeah, yeah. it used to take forever to go through that bag check yeah. yes absolutely yeah i was um really impressed with how quickly they moved through everybody to do their temperatures and bag checks and all of that yeah it was mm -hmm. yeah yeah now and i will say the one thing at the contemporary has a walkway that you could walk over to magic kingdom and yeah. it's only open during select hours oh. uh, yeah because they don't they don't have anybody um over there taking temperature checks as you go through oh, the security okay. there if you've ever walked through they have a security yeah. section there yeah so they don't have anybody there but it is open on the way back just oh. not going over to the oh, magic I kingdom i saw people going over there yeah yeah but like, it, it's select hours yeah that makes sense yeah yeah so how did you guys feel about there not being any like fireworks and character the regular like character parades um, i will say i miss the nighttime shows oh definitely i miss happily ever after because it's my favorite yes, yeah absolutely. i am a big happily ever after fan i just oh. i have the song on my phone i'm like so i think not seeing happily ever after this trip was a little huh but i think that was really it i'm not a big like character meet and greet person i mean maybe like i think the one Really, the only character that I would wanted to have meet was Olaf because, like, you know. But other than that, I think warm hugs, right? Yeah, warm, warm hugs. My twin. Yeah. Right. So I remember now. That was like the only real character that I would have probably wanted to be like. Yeah. We have to meet Olaf. But <laughs> other than that, I right, because they took they took the Bo Peep meet and greet away. I will oh. really get salty about that. Now it's just Woody. Hopefully, it'll come back, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 We're not huge. I mean, I, it, when we go to character meet and greets, it's for me. Like it's not for me. So, but I don't think my kids minded too much, but I actually felt like I saw more characters than like I normally do because of the character cavalcades. And then they, I feel like they were out more in mm -hmm. places like on the train station or like Buzz Lightyear mm -hmm. was on that stage in Tomorrowland. And mm -hmm. I, I don't know, I, I just felt like I saw more characters than I normally do. <laughs> I I agree. And characters that you normally don't see that are out yes. and about too, which yeah. was very nice. And I, I have to say, I love the cavalcades a lot. I really, they used to do similar things, especially over at Hollywood Studios, like a long time ago, like yeah. a little parade type thing. And I actually hope that they keep some of that when yeah. they do open back at full capacity. Because I really liked it, especially yeah. over at Epcot. I thought oh, it was. I loved the one in Epcot. Epcot. Oh, didn't really get to nice. go to Epcot. How was the one at Epcot like different? The princess, princess one. We only saw the Anna and Elsa one. And I'm not just like biased because Elsa wished me a happy birthday twice, <laughs> but I thought it was really cool. That was also the first time I got to see Anna and Elsa's new like outfits after the Frozen, oh, from Frozen 2. Oh, cool. So I thought they looked really nice and I just, I really liked that. Yeah, I thought it, they did a nice job and, and we also saw Mickey and Minnie and, and Goofy and uh, Pluto over at Epcot as well. Oh, we and, did see that one. 
and I thought that they just did a nice job. I thought the characters yeah. were very interactive um, with everybody. Right, and it's just in a new I way, really like the, which was I, fun. I really yeah. like the Pixar one at Hollywood Studios too. Yeah, that one twice. Yeah, nice. I thought it was fun because they had like it wasn't just like it wasn't just Toy Story and right. Like, it was Incredibles, Toy Story. Monsters Inc. It was all yeah. that. So I thought it was had a lot. I'm telling you, I really felt like I saw more characters than I normally yeah. do. No, and I agree. We still were able, like, I know when um, Buzz Lightyear came out and he was just on a stage in Tomorrowland and you couldn't go up to him like you used to be able to, but kids could stand like in front of the stage, basically near him, and you could yeah. still get a picture with Buzz Lightyear. And he was very interactive and very personal yeah. with everybody. And I just, I thought I really liked it. Now I'm a little disappointed. I'm a little disappointed. I'm really bummed that I I was there right before the Halloween season started. Oh, uh, me too. Oh, now you can see the Halloween parade during the oh, day. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, what? And now I have to go back. I'm like, how did I time that so poorly that I was off by like three days from when they introduced yeah, it? I know. The Halloween parade is like my favorite parade. Yeah. Mine too. I love the Halloween party. I yes. love the Halloween parade. I love the Nightmare Before Christmas. So when I saw like that whole thing they're doing with that float, I was like, oh my God. It looks amazing. And I love how, you know, they're not going to have the Halloween party this year, but they've taken all of the Halloween party stuff and just put it into the regular day. And you can get the yeah. Halloween treats. Like when I was in Magic Kingdom, mm -hmm. I did get to have the Hades nachos. Which, yeah, you wanted them last year. I know I wanted them. them last year and I didn't get them because, you know, we ate before the party started. So yes. normally it was, if you wanted a Halloween, one of the Halloween party things, you couldn't get it literally until the party started. And we ate before the party started because we mm -hmm. went in early and mm -hmm. I didn't get to have them. So when I saw them on the menu, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to have the Hades nachos because I didn't get to have them last time. Well, so, the big question, were they good? They were, yes. And they weren't too spicy. They were just okay. spicy enough, I thought. But yeah, I was super excited. And they had all of these cool Halloween treats that you could get mm. at both parks. And I thought that was really nice that, you know, they're they're still taking the Halloween party stuff and having it out there. It's just, there's not going to be a special party, but that's okay. And you know what? I honestly, I'm excited to see what they do for the holidays. Like I know. That's when I think I want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I actually love how creative they've gotten and they're still being mm -hmm. they're still able to yeah. bring all yeah. of the magic yeah. in yeah so I think they're doing an amazing job they really yeah. are doing a really great job I I I don't know I couldn't I can't I can't stop talking about it and I can't mm -hmm. stop telling everybody what a great time I had and yeah, <laughs> I know. everyone needs to go that's all I'm doing is telling all my friends you just all have to go yeah, absolutely <laughs> So, okay. yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say with the low crowds, I think that it's never, we're never going to see this again. Yeah. Let's right. hope. And <laughs> I know, you know, I, I truly, as somebody who has gone to Disney and you've gone to Disney and Sarah's been to Disney at really high crowd times, right. medium crowd times. And to see it now, while it was sad at times, mm -hmm. walking through and there was nobody there and mm -hmm. things, seeing some yeah. things closed mm -hmm. as well, right. some of our favorite things closed, 
I think that it was also as a Disney lover, it mm. was a great time to go and really experience yeah. it from a different perspective yeah. Oh, yeah. and just enjoy it with no crowd. <laughs> yeah. It was a very different experience than you normally have yes. and, and unique. And like you said, hopefully only going to happen once in our lifetime kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. And mm-hmm. uh, that's what I keep telling. I'm like, they're never, it's not going to be like this again. Like, I really don't think so. So you got to go now and yeah. take advantage of this low crowd time. And yeah, you don't get to do everything, but it's okay. I mean, normally when it's crowded, you don't get to do everything anyway, because it's so right. crowded that you can't, you know, there's not enough time to do it all. So yeah. For, for big Disney fans, I think it's it's a great time to go. Yeah. yeah. I think my prime, like, prime example of the low crowds was at Animal Kingdom. Nice. We went to Animal Kingdom, and the very first thing I said when we walked past the entrance, I go, there's a floor here? Because <laughs> it's always so crowded and yeah, you there that you never get to, like, look down and look around. Yeah. And then the very first thing we did, we headed straight for Flight of Passage. And I knew that it was going to be a low wait because usually you see a giant crowd of people swerving that way. There was barely anybody going that way. So I was like, woohoo. We, I went on it four times. That's crazy. We went on it three times in a row, basically walked on every single time. Wow. We were at the exit and there was a cast member standing there and it was like, if you want to go again, just cut through here and go through the fast pass line. So I went as a single rider and I just went one more time. And that, that's just amazing. I mean, that's just really amazing. Yeah. For that attraction, you know, you know, Colleen, that you're oh, lucky if you can get a fast pass. Exactly. Oh. Right. And that's, and you don't, that's all you're doing. If you can't get a fast pass. I mean, I, I've never been willing to wait in a 200 minute line. So for me. Yep. It was truly an, an amazing time to go and just experience like you said, it's very unique. And, and just to be able to experience that in a way that's very different. I, you know, I will say if meeting the characters and getting the autographs and going up face to face is what you're going right. for, then it's definitely not your time to go. Yeah. But if you just want to go and experience the magic and, and the magic is still very much alive oh, yeah. there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you're looking to do that and just see it from a different perspective Mm -hmm. and really experience all the attractions for what they are yeah it's it is really a fantastic time to go yeah I I was just talking with someone a couple of days ago and they were asked I mentioned that I'd gone and they were asking about it and they were saying is it worth going because they were going to go in April I think and Mm -hmm. it got canceled but then she said they'd never been before this was going to be their first time And she figured it was like their once in a lifetime time. Like they weren't maybe ever going to go again. And I was like, no, (laughs) I was like, no, in that case, no, you know, if you really will ever go again, and this is going to be your once in a lifetime first Disney trip ever, then maybe not. But otherwise, like if you're going to go again, or if you've been before and have experienced that stuff, then it's a great time to go. So Sarah, I want to know how, how did you do with the masks? Like, did it bother Honestly, they didn't really bother me. I think what was funny to me was despite wearing a mask and everything, I still managed to get sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I always get sunburnt right here. And before we went, I was like, oh, I'm not going to get sunburnt this time. I have the mask. All burnt right here. But like have a mask tan, right? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really mind it. Once you honestly get used to it, sometimes you really even forget that it's on. Like I'd go, like we'd stop like on a side to take like a drink break. And I'd be like, I'd go to take a drink with my mask on. And I'd be like, wait a second. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised at how well my kids did because that was really my biggest reservation about going mm-hmm. was whether my kids could handle wearing the mask all day. And it's hot in Florida, even in September. And I didn't know. And I was worried we would be there for like an hour and they would be crying and whining and not have a fun time. But they honestly, I feel like they did better than I did. <laughs> yeah. they're very resilient and they're troopers but we took a lot of breaks like I don't know how you guys did it but we tried to take a water break or a snack break like every hour hour and a half so that we were having a little break from our masks like every every little while yeah we were doing the same thing we would walk into the air-conditioned stores or sit down Go to the relaxation stations yeah, that they have. Yes. They really kind of just yeah. uh, take a break. Cause that, and that helps, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of, cause it is, it's hot. Like we went in August, you went in September. It's still yeah. pretty hot. And so it was, it was really not as bad. You know, like I said, it was just really wasn't as bad as what I thought it was going to be. No. And I think that the low wait times was a big part of that because it wasn't like you were ever standing out in the sun, you know, for an hour in a line, you know, you were really moving from like one air conditioned sort of queue or building to another one. And it was just in between walking in between them. That was the only time you were really out in the heat with your mask on. So it didn't, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I agree. I think because the lines were moving so fast and when you, when you get on them, you kind of get a breeze and it's definitely very helpful. So it didn't bother. No, it wasn't. It was not as bad as I thought it was maybe going to (laughs) be. I think that's the biggest challenge that people have is that they think that wearing a mask there is really just going to ruin or they're fun or yeah. really make it not an enjoyable trip. And that's the furthest thing from the truth, I think. Yeah, I think for most people, I mean, I think it is an individual thing too. I, yes, did, I, agree. I did see a couple of little kids that were struggling a little bit, Yeah. Um, uh, but they were really young, like three, four kind of age. And they obviously didn't understand mm-hmm. like, where my, my seven and 10 year olds. And obviously Sarah, like they're old enough that they get like, oh, if I want to be at Disney, I have to wear a mask and I just have to suck it up. And right, it. Exactly. But when you're three or four, like you don't get it it's a little bit harder. Yeah. Uh, so I did, I did see, but not a lot, really, honestly, I only saw like a couple of times the whole time I was there where a kid was sort of having a little bit of a meltdown and they were able to get the kid to put it back on eventually. So it wasn't like they had to leave, but, but yeah. So Sarah, what do you think kids should know about traveling right now? Um, <laughs> put cool. you on the spot. Uh, probably that it's like, it's not really any different from when you would travel normally. Of course, you have the mask on your face and obviously some things are open and some things are closed, but it still feels the same. Like you still feel the excitement the night before. You're still like, oh my God, why can't I fall asleep and just wake <laughs> up tomorrow and go? Yes. You still, 
like feel that it doesn't feel any different it still feels like traveling like I still when we stepped in the contemporary I was like oh I am about to cry <laughs> yeah I thought my kids were the same they were still so excited to be at Disney and they didn't want to leave you know and yeah. even though it was a little different than when we've been before they seemed to still have the same experience like you're saying yeah and they were they were sad that we had to leave <laughs> It's always sad when you have to leave. No, it is always sad. Why does it go by so fast? (laughs) Okay, so Sarah, since you're our special guest today, you get to answer our signature question. So every time we have a guest on, we want to ask them the same question. So the signature question is, what has been your favorite vacation you've taken so far and why? Oh, um, it's a hard one, right? It's a hard I'm not going to pick a Disney one because so that's basically the majority of my vacations. In the <laughs> Disney one. I'm not going to pick that one. I probably have to say my most recent trip to Universal. We went in July. It was kind of a spontaneous planned in two weeks type thing. Like, hey, let's go to Universal. Why not? And it kind of was a good thing in a way because it gave me my love for Harry Potter. I went, I remember the the day before we, like the very first day before we got there, my mom was like, let's rent the first movie. And like, after Harry made the Quidditch team, I was like, I, I gotta go pack. But when we got back, I was like, I watched them. Now I have the books. Yeah, so I think. So happy to hear that. You have no idea how happy this is <laughs> because when you, yeah. we found out you hadn't ever like read the books and you were going and I was like, what? No, you have to, you have to experience the Harry Potter craziness that all of us have. <laughs> I think you froze up. There you go. I was going to say, you guys froze for a second. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I'm getting a message. My internet connection is unstable. So, you know, oh, okay. that's okay. exciting. Always. It's because yeah. it's that time of night where everybody is online, right? Oh, <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for today, talking about Disney. And if you guys have any questions about our trips uh, traveling to Walt Disney World during COVID, definitely go onto our Facebook page and leave us a question there or leave us a comment there. But before we go, of course, we always like to leave you with a little bit of pixie dust to tide you over until next week. And this week, of course, Sarah gets to share her pixie dust story. Yay, okay. So I had a different thing originally written down, but like in the middle of this, I thought of another thing. So I thought (laughs) I'd share it because it was also from my most recent trip. So as we all know, Rise of the Resistance is one of the most newer attractions at Walt Disney World. And it's one of the hardest attractions to get on because you have to get the boarding group and everything. So we got up at six in the morning, super duper early to get ready get dressed, eat breakfast, and go to Hollywood Studios. And we got there, we pulled over. It was a very anxious morning, I will say. We were all very, like, uptight and anxious. And unfortunately, the first time we tried to get it, we didn't get it. And it was, I was not in a good mood for 20 minutes after that. But this all works out in the end, because the second time we sat, I think, in Toy Story Land for, what, like half an hour before boarding passes even went on? And we did get it. And the funny thing is, I actually posted this thing on my 
Snapchat private story. I was like, Carrie, if you're up there, can you get us these boarding passes? And then we got them. So I think it was kind of a coincidence. And then we got to do it. And I turned 14 exactly on Rise of the Resistance. What? Stop it. And it was probably like the best day I've ever had at Disney. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm, je- I'm jealous that you guys got a boarding pass because we did not get a boarding pass. Oh incredible that is by far the best ride disney has ever produced that's it i obviously i have to go back that's just that seals it right there (laughs) i need to just keep going until i can get a rise of the resistance boarding pass yes yeah it's it's amazing and then the cast members are so like in in on it too like it's love that first order cast members are like what make the attraction for me at least because they like interact with you. Like some girl had a birthday pin on next to us and the cast member goes, oh, it's your birthday. What else did she say? And then like the one girl's like, yeah. And then- Oh, the cast member I think mentioned like, like, you think that makes you special? You think that makes you special, do you? And she's like, (laughs) so. Yeah, they, they're definitely really in character at Star Wars Land. It's, it oh, makes it for a really immersive experience. It's yes, I agree. I agree. Amazing. Yeah, they do such a great job. Oh, my gosh. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening today. And thank you for taking the time to download our podcast. We appreciate each and every one of our listeners. And like I said, if you have any comments or questions about visiting Walt Disney World right now, we would love to hear from you. Hop on over to our Facebook page, Magical Traveling Moms, or you can email us at MagicalTravelingMoms at gmail.com. And if you are interested in planning your own Walt Disney World vacation, definitely contact the agents over at Mystical Dream Travel and they will help you plan the perfect trip. So until next time, we hope all of your travels are magical.